0: Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Lazy Moms Podcast. Today, I have the amazing Juanika Vance-Clark. She is an author, a businesswoman, and most importantly, a mom. Thank you so much for joining me today, Juanika.
1: It is my pleasure.
0: I am so So happy to be here with you on today. I just wanted to jump right in. Um, Well, first, I'm going to give you a chance to kind of, you know, introduce yourself if there's anything you would like to say. But um, today's episode, we wanted to talk about generational wealth and how to do that for yourself and your children.
1: I'm Monica Vance-Clark. Um, I am a family legacy educator. I be- provide families with resources and access to things such as early childhood education, health and wellness, financial literacy, and other things that they may not have had access to to ensure that they're able to build legacies for their
0: family while creating a dynasty. Now that is awesome because I feel like that's what a lot of us moms would like to do but we never know like how to start where to go like the resources so I'm really glad you're here to talk about these um these things with us could you just give us how, where where would we start let me just say because <laughs> I know for me what? I never know where to start <laughs> <laughs>
1: So when starting to build a legacy for your children, I always tell parents, start right where you are. And that means as simple as showing your children, because children learn by seeing. So you start by actually just being the example, showing them Mm -hmm. simple financial literacy skills, such as savings. I always tell parents with younger kids, you always want to start with your three jars, your give, your saving, your spend, because you want to make this a lifestyle journey for them and not just something that they jump right into. So you want to create a lifestyle of giving, saving and spending. And then from there, you're going to venture off and start teaching them more complex skills.
0: Now you said to do the jar. So what if you have like a, an account for your kids now and they have a checking or savings account or whatever. Do you suggest showing them through that, or actually getting a jar and having them spending the saving and whatever, so they can like visually see it?
1: I say start with the jars because it's something they visually see. They're able to actually put it there, and mm-hmm. then if they're putting it into their save and they have a savings account you can train you can allow them to transfer it over and then use that as an opportunity to teach them actually how to write their forms at the at the bank how to make their deposits and so that creates another um, method of teaching so taking it from one where they visually see it and then actually allowing them to transfer it over to the next level where they're
0: actually making deposits inside their bank account. I think that's a really good idea because I know for me, I'm a visual person. So I really yeah. have to see what I'm doing. And if I can't see it, I cannot put it into action because it's like, uh, okay, that's why yes. it's, I think it's a it's a really good idea to have those jars so they can actually see, especially the savings part, so they can see their money like growing before their eyes. Right. Whereas you're and telling they- them, oh, it's in your savings account. It's like, okay what does that mean to me (laughs) right and then what I also suggest with the children um, on the
1: spin I always have them ask questions to themselves do I need it Mm. is it worth it will it last so that they can start making sound decisions and not just spending their money on everything that they come in contact with Mm -hmm. but actually saying is this something I need will it last is it even worth the money that I'm about to put in Or should I save it for something that's better, that's bigger,
0: that's more expensive? Right, right. That's actually good. Is it harder for younger kids? I know you can say that to like an older teenager... But for like a little kid, like mine, my two oldest are, um, they're nine and 10. And you know, you're know, telling them, hey, maybe you wanna save for this. I mean, now that my 10 year old is getting older, she kind of sees and if she wants like an electronic or a game for that, and I tell her, okay, well, don't spend your money, save it. And then we can buy the game or whatever it is for your computer or game system. And that now she's getting it. Whereas before it's kind of like, well, I just want to buy this. So let's go buy But <laughs> well, with my eight year old, I I, I
1: I make it a daily conversation. So you want to make it a way of life. And so when she has money, I'm saying, do you really need that? Mm -hmm. Is it really Mm -hmm. worth it or... Do you think it may be better to say it for a later time? So I make it a daily conversation. Most recently, and we went to the bank and so she she had like a hundred and twenty dollars in her purse. And she, so I'm like, How much are you gonna deposit? And so she's thinking for, she says forty. And she's like, Well, twenty because I wanna buy more stuff. <laughs> and I'm saying well, I want you to make wise decisions. So I think as parents, if we are having those daily conversations, making them real life experiences mm-hmm. and then letting them see, OK, you spent it this time. And then when they want something else, well, if had you saved it, then you would be able to get this at this time. But exactly. then since you haven't saved it because you used it on slime, now you're going to have to wait for it. Then the next time they're going to think about it and they're going to be more willing to save it for something more expensive so my daughter I was telling her well we went to the dollar store and she's buying little things and I said don't forget you're going on a cruise and since Uh. you're going on a cruise you might not want to spend all your money at the dollar store because there's going to be other things you're going to want to do so then she was like that's right and she started putting stuff back So just make it, I make it a daily conversation and always tell her, remember your big goal. What do you want to do in the long run? Do you think this is going to take away from it? Is it really worth it? Like you have so much slime. Why would you
0: keep buying slime? Exactly. (laughs) Like (laughs) Like why? My daughter's the same way. It's like, why do you need all this slime?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, And so I think with the little kids, that's that's the first steps. And then when it comes to the parents, like I said, just being the role model, being the image that we want our children to copy, to model, mm-hmm. um, showing them. So one thing that I've done for my children as I pay bills, I talk to them about it. I actually made a family calendar that's interactive on each on our phones and it has all the bill due dates on there. And so they're they're getting alerts just like I'm getting alerts. So they know bills are coming up. But I also took the advantage of me having good credit and I added them all as authorized users. So I have a 17-year-old mm. and an eight-year-old. And so now they're both authorized users. And so now we talk about their credit. We talk about my credit. We talk about credit scores. And so for the younger children, I always make it, I relate it to their report cards. I call it their financial report card. And I tell them, hey, if you're between this and this, you have an A. If you're between this and this, you have a B, so that they understand it. And so then we're... Are constantly talking about credit. We talk about the advantages of them being authorized users on my credit and then how that's actually building their credit score. So I always suggest to parents if you have great credit, put your children on there as authorized users. Now, if you get to a point where you run into a hardship, instantly take them off before it affects their credit. But this is just the opposite of what parents used to do. Parents used to put the light bills in their children's name and all of this. so this is the opposite actually doing it for the positive.
0: Right. You know what I read and that, that that was actually a question I was going to ask you because I read it somewhere this weekend about um, putting your children on your credit card as an authorized user if that's a good idea, because like you said, some parents at some point may come into some difficulty. So like you said, just immediately take them off. And then when things get better, put them back on. Right. Yes. Yes. And so
1: I've done that. My son, he's 17. He's been on my credit since he was 12 and my daughter, she's eight and she's been on there since she was five and they both have 800 credit score.
0: Wow. You know, I've actually never thought of doing it. I don't know why. I always thought it might be it might be something bad where it looks no. like they have a, a bill or something at like five or seven years old. But it's actually a good thing
1: because it's building it's the, their credit. Right. As long as the parent is a responsible person when it comes to their credit, it's great for, for the child. Mm-hmm. Um, because I remember going to college and I was a ghost. So I couldn't get a car, I couldn't get this, I couldn't get that. But mm-hmm. then I was seeing counterparts whose parents had created credit for them. And they were able to get their first cars and their names without a co-signer, without a down payment. They were able to buy their first apartments and live there and then in turn when they graduated random out. So they were put in a better position because their parents had created a component for them that gave them different access and their parents were aware. And so it was my mission to ensure that my children were set up for success as well by starting early. But it all fell on me because I had to make sure that I was responsible about credit. And So now that my son is, is a senior, I'm discussing with him credit, credit, making sure he understands, making sure he knows you can't swipe to swipe a card because you have to pay. And here's interest. And so having those daily conversations with them. So when you set them up with these 800 credit scores, they don't go and just destroy them. But right. they know how to maintain what's been given to them, and that's just a part of building our legacy. That is
0: awesome. I'm a, I'm, I'm gonna end up having to do this because <laughs> I've always you thought should. like, how can I help my kids? Like, like you said, when I went to when I went to school, it's like I had nothing because my mom, you know, she's um, she didn't know about this. And coming from an immigrant family, you're not taught any of this stuff. You kind of just thought, you know, taught, you know, just go out there, have the American dream, and da 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 da, you'll be fine. But it's like, once you get to school, it's like, okay, well, now I got to pay for stuff. How am I going to do this? And then when you apply for things, it's like, womp womp, you don't have any credit, so we can't help you. So, right, they'll
1: give you all the credit cards.
0: oh they will they sure will but they don't tell you
1: (laughs) right (laughs) i I remember i remember going to college and my mom said don't get credit cards but she never told me why not and so i'm like yeah she doesn't know i'm gonna get these credit cards so i got them and me and all of my track friends because i ran track we we all would just go places and we would swipe we would just say charges to the game so we're all swiping 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 and once we graduated, everybody was in collections. Oh my God! <laughs> and it was just like, for the lack of knowledge, we, we perished because right. of the lack of knowledge. Just not knowing was a reason why we got a bad jump start into the real world. And so I was determined to make sure my children know and make sure they had a jump start. And so this is why... Every day is a conversation about financial literacy in some form, shape or fashion. Every day we're, we're talking about credit and we're talking about starting your own businesses. And we're, we talk, it's our daily conversations so that they completely understand how to use it to their benefit. And so now they both have great credit. And so now that they have great credit and they understand how money works, now we've started um, making sure that they have their businesses. So both of my children are business owners as well.
0: Wow. That is awesome. and, And so we
1: cre- we created a family LLC where they're actually members of the LLC. And then from there, they both have their own DBAs. Under the LLC, they have their own DBAs and then they have their own businesses.
0: So for a parent who has a child who want to be an entrepreneur and they want to start their own businesses like i know my children are they always talking about they want to start this that and a third how especially for the younger children what are some steps or some good business ideas you think would be good for for children I I just heard you say a family LLC. I actually never thought about doing that. And then they have the DBAs under that. That's a really good idea.
1: Yes, and then for children, you wanna find their passion. What Mm -hmm. are they passionate about? My daughter, she's a girly girl. She loves painting nails and didding pedicures and all of this, and she does amazing massages. And so what I did for her, I started her own girl spa, but I put a twist to it. So most little girl spas, the adults do the services and so for her spa she does all services so she paints the nails she does the pedicures pull out scrubbing their feet polishing their nails she does makeup applications massages hair um, streaks anything that they offer she actually does the services herself and so it gives her ownership when young girls come in she actually is talking to them she's doing their service, she's asking them what, so she's learning customer service. I even make her, when she's finished, showing her how to disinfect, how to wipe down, how to make sure that it's taken care of. And so when somebody comes in and they leave out and I'm telling her, You have to make sure to take care of this because it's your business, you own it. If it gets destroyed, you have to find money to replace it. So actually giving her ownership at eight. And so she knows how to do every part of her own business. It was so funny because last week, my son, he he wrote me a proposal. He wanted to start his own business. So I made him write me a business proposal researching who he would use as his manufacturer who his target audience was how much would he charge all of this so I had him write all of that out he had to he had to submit it to me we discussed it and then my daughter she's like well mom I want to have an event at at her spa," and she wrote out a full proposal telling me the date how much she's going to charge what they're going to do and all of this but just getting them used to being business minded. So it is something that they will carry on. They are both learning. My son shocked me. He, when he created his own website, he found someone to create his designs. He uploaded the designs. He found a manufacturer. He found a drop shipper. Like he's finding these things himself. And so then yesterday I told him, well, you have the generic domain that they just gave you. But somebody mentioned in his comments, I was about to purchase, but then I had the domain look funny because it wasn't customized. And I said, well, that means you are going to have to go to GoDaddy or somewhere and you're going to have to buy a customized domain and you're going to have to link it to your website so that people see your customized domain. So then he started researching that, but just giving them nuggets. Showing them and allowing them to do what they can at their age level, on their level where they're actually learning and understanding. That is so
0: awesome. This is some good information. (laughs) Like, I I have to go back to that LLC thing because it's like you never think about doing something like this or even like having the kids write up a business plan or proposal to you. It's just one of those things they come to you, hey, I want to do this. Okay. And you're the one that's like going through the process and doing stuff for them. But that is so great to have them like think, okay, well, this is mine. So I, I have to do all the work. When things go well, it's all me. When things go bad, it's all me because it's my business. Because even their DBAs. I
1: customized them. So my son's is Edward EC3 Clark Enterprises. Wow. So that's his DBA. It's his name. My daughter is Ajali and Company. It's them. It's their DBAs. They're, they're already partners. And the reason I, I set up their DBAs is because when my son goes to college, his first car will be bought under his business name. Wow. So, just creating the systems, the path to ensure. Now, once he buys it, so what I did was I built the business credit of the LLC. So now that has credit. So now when we're ready to buy a car, we can use his DBA
0: and buy right. a car under his business. All right. Now, how do you build a business credit under his business? just getting like a card or something? Well, I
1: I actually, I created a whole um, business credit program. So it just breaks down different steps where people can just follow the steps and actually build their business credit in 90 days or less. And so it's it's an actual, um, I had a course and so I'm revamping it now. So it's a digital fillable book that is turned into a course. So it tells you every single thing you need to do. It has videos and it has spaces for you to actually attach documents and write notes and everything right there as you build your business credit.
0: Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, if you can give the the link, I'll definitely put it in the, um, the show notes so people can get to the website and find that information. That is awesome. Because to yeah, so- try to do that for your kids, wow, that's...
1: This is <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and so that's where it is it's all but then I also like right now I'm actually finalizing creating a tax deduction um mm. book because once you start building this wealth you have to make sure that you're in a position to do the taxes right because if not what was a blessing becomes a curse because now you're right in debt. right and so I've created not only the building your business credit, but I have the tax deduction workbook. And then I also am releasing a debt elimination workbook because you want to make sure you eliminate the debt, you understand the taxes, and then you're able to get the deductions. Mm-hmm. And so, and then you're able to build your business credit from
0: there. This is all awesome information. I'm definitely taking notes because I'm going to be helping my <laughs> I'm definitely going to be helping my kids through this because honestly, you don't think about this a lot of people you don't grow up with a lot of this stuff being um told to you over and over so it's kind of one of those things where you learn along the way and by the time you learn it's like dang i'm i'm too not that i'm too old but i wish i knew this then what i know now and things could have been different so like starting your kids off young is such a really great thing because you really setting them up for their future.
1: That's true. And that's what it's all about. It's about your
0: legacy. Just making sure that you leave an inheritance
1: for your children's children. Mm-hmm.
0: This has been thank you so much for this information because it has really been informative. <laughs> so I really hope it's helping someone out there because oh, it sure no. is helping me because
1: yeah yeah and it's it's always just small things you can do parents take these steps take small steps you have to start right where you are Mm -hmm. taking those small steps ensuring that you're creating a legacy for your children Mm -hmm. and then exposure exposure and being a model is the key if you give them exposure experiences and you be the model it's going to all come together for
0: you. Yes, it is. Now, one last question. How old do you think parents should start this process with their kids of building this legacy, building this generational wealth? What is like a good age for kids? I, I believe it's, it's on the parent. Um, when the parent is ready. When the parent
1: really has their everything in place. Um, because the worst thing you can do is start building their credit Mm -hmm. then you back up your credit Mm -hmm. because now it's showing where they had a usage let's say twenty thousand dollars available in their credit and then say you take them off because now you messed up and now it takes them down to maybe a hundred five hundred that ultimately affects their credit Okay. So when the parent is in a stable position where they're able to maintain, that's when they want to put the children on there. Okay. Because just like with adult credit, when you drop the amount of available credit that you have, your credit score ultimately drops. Drops, right, right. Right. And so you don't want to make their credit go up and down, although sometimes it will fluctuate, but you don't want dramatic drops in their credit so i say when the parent is stable when the parent knows they have a solid foundation Mm -hmm. when it comes to credit when it comes to debt then that's when you want to put them put them on you may put your child on as early as one years old five years old wow Uh, but then somebody else may not be ready until their child is 15. So you really want to see and then there's different depending on what kind of credit the parent has would depend because there are some cards that does not require a social security number Mm -hmm. to put the child on. There are others that does. Um, And then as you're putting them on, you want to randomly every six months, every so often go to your credit bureaus who you've been paying well and everything and ask for a credit limit increase. Because that's going to also help their credit to jump to the next level. And then I say, don't try to do everything at once. Don't try to get an LLC and start their business and get them this and get the. You have to start where you are at and start taking baby steps. And right. then educate yourself to make sure that you know what you're doing and you're making the proper um, steps towards
0: success. Thank you. That is some good information
1: because
0: <laughs> I'm definitely the type that I'll just jump right in. And I'm like, wait a minute, let's go back. So <laughs> thank you for saying at, don't do everything at once. <laughs> no, because you don't want to overwhelm yourself. Right. Because
1: mm-hmm. when people are overwhelmed. They do nothing. Mm hmm. So you don't want to overwhelm. You want to work on one aspect at a time. And even if that's the beginning aspects of those three jars and making sure your kids see every day that, hey, they got paid some money. They got a, their uh, allowance, mm-hmm. whatever. that They have put some each jar. And then, like I said, they make it a talking point. When you say give, what does give look like in your house? Is give paying tithes? Is, is give giving to an organization? Is give, what does give look like in your home? Because everybody's give is different. My home, my children know give means we're going to pay our tithes. we're going to give to the homeless we're going to give to different organizations but first comes our tithes and so that's the first 10 percent that they give and then so everyone has to these are discussions that we must have with our children what's give what does save mean does it mean i save it for a day does it mean i save it forever like having these conversations making sure your children are aware and they completely understand it and then
0: from there just building on that's actually good I like that because I never thought give does mean different things for everyone so that's a really good idea to kind of define it with your kids so they know exactly where you're giving to like I know like you my kids know give is your tithes, usually if they get some money or they do something for someone and they get money, that's usually where part of their money goes to is to the church before they spend. That's really good to define each one so they are aware. And then from there, they can kind of, they'll be more cognizant to, okay, well, this is the give, this is the spend, this is the save and the save. How long do you save for? Because I know for my for my daughters, that'll be their first question. Well, how long am I supposed to <laughs> Right, just be in there, <laughs> and yeah. he's saying, I'm never gonna touch it. <laughs> yes, and so that's
1: what they're always they want. You want to just make sure they understand it, though. Mm-hmm. They they fully. and like my kids, they love to, If they see a homeless person, or if they see someone out collecting donations, they have to give. They want to, and so that's just something. My sister left. She said my, she took my son to the Chicago Bulls basketball game and they were walking to the car and he asked her could she go back with them and she's like what is he about to do so she went back and he had to get money to give to the homeless man. Oh uh, but it was just a part of what we do. We just right. give. we we and just having a heart of gratitude, a heart of giving and showing them because again they're watching us. And right. so we want to make sure that we're creating the right legacy for our families and that's going to look different for everyone but you want to make sure this is the actual picture that I want the world to see when it comes to my family and just break it down on a child's level everything should be broken down on their level where they can understand it and they can teach someone
0: else. Wow, that's that's definitely awesome. Thank you so much for joining me, Juanika. This was very informational, and I would definitely love to have you on again um, to talk about other topics because honestly, you are dropping a lot of gems that we all need out here. Please, because <laughs> I know I done learned a whole lot. I'm sitting here calculating in my head like, how is this gonna go? <laughs> right.
1: Yes, it was my pleasure. I'm so excited. I'm so grateful that I did have the opportunity to come on. And I hope that information, bless someone, is useful to someone and
0: will be put into use. Yes, I, I know it's definitely blessed me and definitely useful for me. So <laughs> if anything, I have been blessed by this conversation. So. <laughs> Thank you oh, so sorry. much for joining me. And if you all have any questions for Wanika, um, I'm definitely going to put in the, um, the show notes how to reach her, um, where to go to find all of her information. So you can always reach out that way because um, I know I am part of your Facebook group and I have to say I do love your motivational videos and everything it definitely comes at the right time because sometimes I be driving I'm like oh gosh this day is about to be so ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> and then I got I think it was like last mm-hmm. week Friday I got an alert saying that you had put up a video and as I'm driving to work it played and I'm like oh and I was like I should put a comment back but I couldn't obviously because I was driving but in my head I'm like this definitely <laughs> helped my soul because <laughs> it was Look, already and I'm so happy to hear that And you have definitely blessed us today with all of this information. So thank you so much. And thank you all for listening and be on the lookout for another episode with Juanika. But just remember that I upload every Wednesday um, and you can catch me on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. So thank you all for joining me for another episode of the Lazy Moms Podcast.